0: Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for March the 9th, 2017. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor in chief of highschoolfootballamerica.com. Welcome to the show tonight. We took a month off a hiatus, traveled the country. We were in New York for the Super Bowl. Uh, Hit Chicago, but spent a lot of time in the Lone Star State in Texas with our partners at Crossover, uh, Pat Blizniak, a.k.a. Bliz down there with us, and several uh, great coaches going around the state giving micro clinics on the Insights program for Crossover. Those guys are breaking down game film and now giving you tendency reports that will make you competitive. So we're going to talk uh, about what we're doing down there uh, on the show next week. I'll actually be going down to Houston, and we'll talk with Pat Blizniak, uh, a.k.a. Bliz, as I say, uh, about uh, this great, great product that uh, is uh, taking Texas by storm at this point. Uh, certainly uh, can be used in conjunction with your huddle account. It's all about breaking down game film, and nobody does it like crossover. I guess that's a good segue into all of our partners at High School Football America, beginning with Echo 1612. Get instant replay on your sidelines eight seconds after the play is over. Yeah, that's a competitive edge show and tell kids love to be shown what they did you know if a kid says oh i i was i ran the right route coach you can just say well here you go this is what you did wrong and it is a great competitive edge you can get to all of our partners by uh, clicking on their banner ads at highschoolfootballamerica.com or go directly to echo at echo1612.com also brought to you tonight by score stream uh, in season those are the guys with their great app they give us our live scoreboards at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com and uh, the app is really cool. It's not just for football. If you're out there watching a soccer game, um, baseball, whatever it is, you can download the app at Google Play or the iTunes Store and uh, score along. Let everybody across the country know how your favorite team is doing and you can also upload photos and videos at ScoreStream. Learn more at ScoreStream.com. Also brought to you tonight by our good friends at Southern Sport, the Debris and Razor, the TDI Razor, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. They also have a, a multi sport, multi purpose uh, spat as well, but um, these spats are awesome, over 20 colors. You can get your logos on it. This is something you got to check out. Players, if you hate those pellets in your shoes, and I do when I'm on the sidelines, Uh, especially some of these fields that have those old uh, pellets. The the fill hasn't been taken care of in a while. Well, the uh, the debris inhibitor razor can keep those out of your shoes. And if you like to spat just for the cool look of it, well, you know what? You need to get these because it saves a lot of money on tape. $4 a roll, the debris inhibitor uh, looks really great. And uh, again, keeps those pesky rubber field pellets, uh, field turf pellets out of your shoes. Get a special discount on your order at TDI Razor with a U-R-A-Z-U-R, Razor.com. Use the code HSFA and you will get a discount on your order. And I was uh, actually in Chicago just earlier this week down at Phillips Academy, uh, inner city school there in the Chicago Public School uh, system, uh, talking with Troy McAllister, a guy that we helped out. He's been on the show here. Uh, we gave uh, through our partners. We were able to uh, have our partners donate the, uh, the spats to them, uh, crossover donated to him. And uh, so did Echo. And boy, were they so happy uh, to talk about how that technology helped them this past year. And uh, as Troy said, uh, by the, the second or third week of the season, the senior leadership there. And uh, Phillips uh, won the uh, 4A championship in 2015, the first Chicago public school team to do that in over 30 years. But Troy McAllister, who's doing a wonderful job there at that inner city school, told me how much uh, the kids loved wearing the spats. So uh, check out all of our great partners uh, here at highschoolfootballamerica.com by going to our website. And uh, I want to remind everybody that the coach's job board is popping along. We've had, um, I think, over 700 uh, jobs posted so far this year. Uh, right now, we're uh, well above 200 as far as active openings. If you have an opening, you can email us at jobposting at highschoolfootballamerica.com. It's free. It's a great way to find your next job. All you have to do is go onto the website there, click uh, in the navigation tab, coaches Job Board, and then you can search by position, by a keyword meaning state, a city, whatever it is you want, it will all pull up for you there very quickly and very easily. Follow us when we're not on the air uh, by following us on Twitter. Now it used to be HSFB America, but I'm uh, going to come down on Twitter here a little bit. We're a media company. We've been doing this for a long time. Uh, have a lot of uh, a lot of followers over uh, 5,700, I believe, at this point. Well, they wouldn't verify us, make us official. Uh, that's what they're supposed to do for the media types. So we changed it to my name. So we've got. A new handle out there, although if you're already following us, don't worry about it because uh, uh, you'll be able to, you continue to be our followers. But the new Twitter handle for High School Football America is Jeff Fisher Media. Jeff Fisher Media is what you need to uh, do to follow us. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook as well and also on Instagram. Great show for you tonight. We're going to kick off here in just a couple of seconds after words from our sponsors with a uh, great interview with Steve Hatchell, the uh, president and CEO of the National Football Foundation, a nonprofit that started back in the late '40s, really uh, do, they do a wonderful job of promoting the uh, the game of amateur football. They uh, operate the College Football Hall of Fame in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and Steve Hatchell is going to join us and talk about a lot of things. It's a wide-ranging interview, and then after that, we're going to go back to my hometown, uh, the Eastern Red Rovers, one of the best programs in America, over 800 all-time victories. Back uh, in 1948, when they hired Bob Root, Uh, since that time, they have always hired from within the staff at the end of this past season. uh, Steve Schiffert was not asked back. Steve, the all-time winningest coach at Easton, caused caused some controversy in the community, but uh, they have now hired a new coach. He was on Steve's staff. As a matter of fact, he uh, played under uh, Steve when uh, Steve was uh, coaching under Bob Schreiber, another great, uh, legendary coach at Easton High School. Jeff Bredo is the new head coach at Easton. We're going to uh, talk to him about uh, the pressures of taking over one of America's premier high school football programs, and uh, we've got that and a little bit more on the show tonight. So uh, stick around. If you've missed any of our past shows, we're now well over 150 shows that uh, we started doing back in July of 2011. You can go on to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, click on the audio tab in the, uh, the navigation tab there, and you'll have all of the uh, shows there for you for free. It's been a who's who of high school football over the last five-plus years here at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, we're going to take a break, here from all of our partners, and then come back. When we come back, we're going to talk with Steve Hatchell of the National Football Foundation. He's the CEO of uh, one of America's great organizations supporting high school sports, uh, specifically high school football. I should say, and Steve will talk with us when we come back. This is High School Football America. instant replays on a high school football sideline seriously yes the future is here with echo 1612's instant replay sideline system echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an ipad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today this nfhs approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet Coaches. You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, It's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, Extra Large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi all SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor, spelled with a U, at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a kcom forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2017, High School Football America teaming up with USA Today High School Sports to give you great national high school football coverage from around the nation and specifically from Southern California. Check them out at USA Today HSS. Com. well we're back from the uh, the February hiatus that we always take and uh, excited to uh, talk some football here at the beginning of March as we're getting ready for spring ball spring ball around the country and uh, you may remember before we uh, went on break we uh, we were talking with uh, Phil camp about the National Football Foundation's showcases uh, four of them around the country I had a chance to check out the one here with uh, former UCLA head coach Terry Donahue in Southern California and they uh, they did them then in Houston North Carolina and Florida very Successful And now, uh, as promised from that show, we're going to uh, bring in Steve Hatchell, the president and CEO since 2005 of the National Football Foundation, a nonprofit that began in 1947. Uh, Main goal here, promote and develop amateur football, uh, just like we try to do here. And Steve Hatchell's here to join us, talk about their scholarship program, the College Football Hall of Fame, and a lot of other things, because I know Steve has a lot uh, that he wants to talk about about our great sport. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you, Nice to be with you. Yeah,' well, appreciate it. Uh, well, we're glad to have you on here. I, I really was impressed with what uh, Coach Donahue and his uh, troop of uh, volunteers did out here in Orange county, but uh, let's uh, let's dial it back for the listeners that aren't familiar with the National Football Foundation. Give you that uh, opportunity to give the elevator pitch and tell everybody around America what the NFF is about.
1: Well, you're very thoughtful, and one of the issues that we have uh, since we've been around um, uh, beginning in 1947 is that we, we do not have a good elevator speech, and so we, uh, we, we like to make sure that people don't nod off when we uh, talk about it. But there's three things that the foundation does. Uh, we preserve the history of the game. So the game started in 1869. We started in 1947 with General Douglas MacArthur, Uh, Grantland Rice, the great sports writer, and Red Blake, the legendary Army football coach. He's got more people in the Hall of Fame than any coach ever in the history of college football. And the whole idea is to, we talk about the history of the game, preserve the history. Let's learn from what we did in history. Uh, The second thing that we do is to uh, promote the present, promote everything that goes on in football right now, and then the third aspect is prepare for the future. Are we going to have a future for football? Are all the things that we're doing now uh, going to hold up and make it a viable sport into the future because it means so much to all of us? So those are the three things that we do. We run the College Football Hall of Fame. We give out millions of dollars' worth of scholarships every year to the top scholar-athletes around the country. And And, again, keep in mind that we have history on our side since we've been doing this since 1947, uh, we have had a chance to uh, touch base and congratulate some of the greatest leaders that this country has had, and we believe in the we believe in the sport, we believe in everything that it does, and um, and and that it still is one of the most wonderful things in our country. Uh, and that we need to fortify it and make it as good as we can
0: yeah absolutely and I think that's probably a good segue for everybody just tuning in uh, high school football America talking tonight with Steve Hatchell the president and CEO of the National Football Foundation uh, organization with uh, well over 100 uh, chapters around uh, the country in 47 states so you can learn more by going to uh, footballfoundation.org and you know uh, it's it's the talk of the town uh, if you will nowadays uh, safety in the game and you know certainly uh, many of the coaches that we have on this show talk about the importance of education and, and letting people know that uh, that, that spotlight that's shining on concussions, uh, not not Every uh, person out there talking about it may have all the information that they need. So uh, I know you uh, have, have had the vision to uh, start the uh, Football Matters to Me campaign, which is part of uh, uh, footballmatters.org at the, the NFF. Let's talk a little bit about the safety of the game right now and, uh, and what you guys are doing to make sure that people are, the parents out there and the coaches are getting the proper information. What do you think the, the biggest misnomer is right now and what is the NFF's message?
1: Well, there isn't there isn't one other than the uh, as we like to say to give some perspective, and um, in this day and time where everything is done so quickly, so fast, uh, we live by tweets. Uh, the perspective gets lost, and um, what we try to emphasize all of the time is that uh, this sport is um, uh, is still is terrific. It's safer to play now than ever before. Uh, we quickly add, we have some knuckleheads that play the game. We have some people that take advantage of the game. Uh, but for the most impo- most important part, the rank and file is that this is one heck of a game uh, to play. We've got coaches that are dedicated to it. Uh, we've got people all over the country who believe that uh, there's, a, there's a huge upside to playing the game, and they promote it. And they um, they do all that they can to show that you 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 play and you go on and you can, you're going to have a great life. Um, the concussion issue is a big one. Uh, it's convenient fodder for a lot of people who don't like the sport. Uh, you can get a concussion in football. I've had them, um, but we have people on our board, uh, board of directors such as Roger Staubach, Troy Aikman, Ronnie Lott, Lynn Swan, Archie Griffin, Archie Manning who all played, who um, are not suing the NFL, who who went on to have great careers in life, and um, uh, like to point out the fact that they had concussions, um, but uh, they um, still became uh, great leaders in this country. And um, uh, so the perspective is to make sure that the equipment is good, to make sure that the Uh, The schools have the proper medical care when a kid goes out to practice and and, uh, play in games. Um, All of the male members on our staff here played uh, football. Um, I had a son who was a really good high school football player here in the state of Texas. Um, We would verify uh, the the value of the game. He played at a very high level, uh, even played in one of the all-state games at the end of the year. So we've been there and we've seen it. Can you get hurt? Absolutely, uh, but you can get hurt in a lot of things. And let's give it some perspective that uh, this is this is a um, we think it's a, a great sport. We think it, we think it's the best sport. And um, uh, so we like to highlight the values in it. We think that all of the medical, uh, the whole medical world right now is so focused on doing the right things when it comes to concussions. There are so many protocol issues that are taking place right now that uh, it's very easy to say that this this sport has never been safer. Um, And we don't turn around and say, hey, here's some things. But if you want to talk perspective, there are more concussions in girls' soccer than there is in all of high school football. And that's not just us making it up. These are all of the medical uh, uh, people around the country that have come and published all of that information. So we say, well, how do we, make, how do we make football better for the future? Well, educating all of those that are involved from coaches and trainers and others, uh, the latest in um, equipment, uh, the latest in protocol. Uh, what are you doing for practice? What are you doing for heat protocol? What are you doing in games? Uh, what are you doing to, to tackle and block properly? Um, And I I think it's not only paying off, but um, I think we've made the game even better and safer at
0: the same time. Couldn't agree more with you. Steve Hatchell is on the line, uh, president and CEO of the National Football Foundation. You can learn more, become a member at uh, footballfoundation.org. Going to have a wide ranging conversation here over the next several minutes, and I want to try and get everything in if we can. I mentioned going into that last question that uh, football matters to me is a campaign you you came up with. I know you're also doing some stuff reaching out to mothers and uh, with kids in the sport and all that. Tell me a little bit about what football matters to me and the and the website and the and the what that does to kind of bring this. This whole message together that you just were talking about?
1: One of the, um, one of the uh, things that's uh, been of great benefit to us is that we've had uh, some very strong advertising agencies in the country that uh, believe in our mission, and they have done some research for us uh, free of charge, uh, which makes the research that they find even more uh, important and, I think, um, more valuable because it we're not the people can't come to us and say, "Well, you're just looking for your own viewpoint." And the viewpoint is is simply this: that uh, the messaging that's out there, uh, especially if you're a young mom, uh, that uh, football is too tough; that uh, you're going to get hurt if you play football; you're going to have issues in life later on if you play football. And so, how do we how do we stop that narrative? Uh, there are those that would tell you that uh, the negative forces in football out there are um, uh, they are smart, they're strategic, and they're mean. And um, so you've got to come back with um, what we think is um, a very mature, measured response to uh, the threats that are at the game. And so these advertising agencies said, well, let's do a little research. And um, if indeed the numbers are softening, tapering off, uh, more of a plateau than anything of young guys playing football, meaning from middle school down, Mm -hmm. what are the factors? What are the reasons? What are are moms uh, saying about that? So in our whole campaign of football matters is, A, highlight the guys that have played uh, football at all levels, high school and college. You know, Jamie Foxx played high school football. Uh, President Gerald Ford played college football. Jeff Immelt, the head of GE, is an outspoken proponent of the game of football. Mark Harmon played football in college, et cetera. We have thousands of people that have raised their hand and said, hey, put me in, coach. I have a story to tell about what football meant to me. Not just the great headline people of a Mark Harmon, but guys that are doctors and lawyers. The mayor of Dallas, Mike Rawlings, who is very strong, very popular, very good played football at boston college we have these at all levels and football matters is to highlight those guys who have played they haven't sued their colleges they haven't sued the nfl they haven't sued all kinds of people they played learned from the game and went on to be very successful and the other thing that we found was that in order to reach moms with the clutter that's out there and uh, my daughter-in-law has two young kids and we talk about this all of the time is uh, she going to let her son play? Um, and and, uh, and uh, what we learned today in today's world is that moms want to talk to moms. Mm-hmm. Jeff's mom wants to talk to Steve's mom to say, are you going to let him play? They don't get anything from television that they see in an NCAA game or an NFL game that, well, look what's going on. It's what do you know about this? How do we deliver a message to moms that it's okay to have their sons play? And uh, So through Football Matters, uh, we try to focus on, Mom, it's okay, because we have moms talk to moms. What does the sport mean? Uh, What does it mean to you, Mom, to have your son play? Were you worried? Absolutely we were were worried, but here's how it goes. And that's been the case forever through the history of the sport. Um, So uh, we we think we're having some effectiveness to it. Uh, The numbers keep growing with Football Matters. Um, meaning those that that follow that website mm-hmm. and um we think that we 're we're we 're pushing back as best we can against an effort that's uh, pretty well organized and pretty nasty against football.
0: Yeah, I agree. And just to give people a perspective, we promoted a couple of the stories you had on Football Matters. Uh, Brian Dennehy, uh, you know, famous actor, played high school football in New York and then Columbia. And then I like the one uh, there in Texas, uh, Texas Congressman Mike uh, Conaway, uh, going back to uh, the first championship at Permian. So folks, there's good stuff to uh, to learn if you go to this website. Great stories. It's storytelling. That's what it is. It's footballmatters.org. We're talking with Steve Hatchel tonight on high school football America CEO president of the organization you can learn more at uh, footballfoundation.org and, and Steve one of the my favorite things that I've had a chance to cover for all of my years and I loved it back in Pennsylvania you look forward to it every year is the scholarships uh, your your chapter there in the Lehigh Valley and Eastern PA was was awesome and you get to see um, you know both sides of the sport you know certainly you have the great players there but you also may have a kid that may not be the greatest player on the team but is getting it done in in the in the classroom tell us a little bit about about the, uh, the the scholarship program and how important it is to your organization to, to reach down into that uh, high school athlete.
1: The uh, uh, Again, when we come back and say, let's talk about uh, perspective, that um, uh, the way the media is today, and I, I don't want to sound like others, but the media just talks about the negative. When a guy comes out and he's going to sue the NFL or he's going to sue his college and, he, something happened that, uh, he didn't feel like life went the way that he should. We come back and have thousands of stories of people who played at all levels, uh, who will stand up and they do often, uh, all around the country in all 50 States and say, look, I played football and here's where I am today. And, um, uh, Within all of that, too, are thousands of young men every year at the high school level who uh, distinguish themselves as terrific students and terrific football players. And the mission of the National Football Foundation and our chapter program, we have 121 chapters in 47 states. And so we touch base with roughly 5,000 high schools and a half million high school football kids every year through the chapter system. And the 3,000 events that the chapter system runs throughout the country will give out about $1.2 million worth of scholarships to the top scholar-athletes in these high schools around the country, uh, in all of the big cities, etc., cetera, uh, who are going on to college, not necessarily to play football. They just mm-hmm. distinguished themselves as great football players and great students when they were in high school. And they are the ones that will then come back and will talk to the chapter people, they'll talk to their colleges and say, look, I played the game, look where I am now. And we have uh, thousands of people uh, that have distinguished themselves with that, and we're very proud to uh, be kind of the tip of the spear in highlighting uh, guys who have played and gone on to
0: do wonderful things in life. Absolutely. Well said. And like I said, I enjoyed covering it and looking forward to it every year. Steve Hatchell on the line here, uh, head of the uh, National Football Foundation, a nonprofit, been around since 1947, doing great things and I had the uh, the pleasure uh, before the uh, the College Football Hall of Fame moved out of South Bend to check it out there. I, I hear the move to Atlanta has been a good one. It's a special place. Let's uh, touch upon that before we let you go. I, I know it's probably one of the things you're very, very proud of. Tell us about the new facility and, and what it does and fits into this overall big message that you've been talking about? Uh,
1: The Football Foundation started the uh, Hall of Fame not only the building but the concept of putting people in the Hall of Fame in 1951. And So when we have a job like we have here, my job, we feel like we're custodians of this history for a brief span of time. Uh, The team that we have here at the Foundation, uh, this, this group that we have right now, we've all been together 12, 13 years. And uh, we feel like we've just been custodians. And how do we make the sport better through the things that we do? Uh, the Hall of Fame building itself uh, started roughly uh, in 1952. They had a Hall of Fame class in '51, but then they started to have a building in the early 50s in New York. So we've had four Hall of Fames, meaning buildings. And um, as we try to recognize... Uh, the top football players in the country. And keep in mind, since 1869, there have been roughly 5.2 million young men that have played the game of college football. And so we needed a uh, a place to showcase uh, the first-team All-Americans, which is how you get in the Hall of Fame. You have to be a first-team All-American. Or if you're a coach, you have to have 100 wins and have coached 10 years to get into the Hall of Fame. And so how do we how do we salute those people? So we've had a Halls of Fame. Uh, we had a very nice one in um, uh, South Bend, Indiana. Um, but it, it's, not, um, it's not where you get a lot of traffic, mm-hmm. uh, to be candid. And if our whole focus is to showcase the sport, we want to showcase the heroes of the sport where people can see it, people can learn from what they did and the message. And so we had an opportunity to move to Atlanta, and um, uh, the good people in Atlanta, and of course, it's a very dynamic, vibrant uh, business center for the world, and and it is the center of football in the southeastern part of the United States. Said, you know, if, if you guys would move here, we'll build you a great Hall of Fame. And it's a long story of saying we got this one right. This is a terrific Hall of Fame. Um, all in, it's about eighty million dollars. It's highly interactive. And, um, uh, the goal was to, to captivate young people when they go there, not just to look at old helmets and jerseys and things like that, but, to have all sorts of electronics that would bring people back and salute the game. So we're, we're very proud, very excited about it. Uh, we wish it was on wheels that we could take it to <laughs> California and take it to Chicago and and have everybody see it. But, uh, it clearly is a bucket list thing and we're now, um, uh, the feedback that we've had we've been open roughly three years, a little less than three years, is that people say, "Hey, this is on our bucket list and so we we get excited when a dad shows up and he's got his boys with him and say hey we got to go we got to go see this and uh, then they tell us we we ran out of time. we were here three hours, and we need more time and and uh, and then they've got to leave, but uh, we would strongly encourage people to go if you like your sport because there's something there for everybody, and every school is represented. Which is uh, which? Which we're very proud of.
0: Well, we're uh, looking forward to traveling to Atlanta for our, the birth of our first grand uh, son coming up in June. So uh, I'm going to put it on my list. It's on there to check it out. I'm looking forward to it. And I guess the last thing, Steve, as we uh, send you off here, uh, you know, if we've got some people out there that have been listening to this, saying, "Wow, this is great!" They've checked out the website and that. How how can people get involved with the National Football Foundation? I'm going to give you that chance for the elevator pitch on how to get people involved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we like, we, uh, first of all, our chapter system is what you might say is, is really grassroots. And I think if, if they go to the website, just send us an email, say that, you know, um, we live in Cleveland, we live in Laguna Beach, we live, how do we, how do we stay involved with the game? And we do that through the chapters. Uh, we also have a very robust, um, media, uh, system here where we, Uh, I think last year we sent out uh, roughly 262 press releases, which is uh, everything on updates of the game uh, throughout the entire year. So we have this week in college football history. uh, We put out a listing of all of the football games on for each week, what network they're on, uh, usually who the announcers are. Um, We have Chalk Talk every Monday that uh, goes out around the country that – has a whole potpourri of things from uh, who who passed away, what are the scheduling changes for schools coming up, um, all of the things that you'd want to know about football. And um, uh, for anybody that wants to be involved, just uh, go to the website of the National Football Foundation and plug in, and and we can get you on the list. We invite people to do that. There's no cost, and it gives you an opportunity to really – uh, follow the sport of uh, follow the sport of football and 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 to be part of all of the really good things that are happening and. Um uh, the exciting things
0: that that make this the great game that it is. And will continue to happen for uh, decades to come. Uh, footballfoundation.org is where you go to learn all this. And uh, it's uh, it's been a pleasure, Steve, to, we could probably have gone on the entire hour of the show here and talked about just uh, things that uh, have to do with this great game and what it does and, like you said, how it positions people to succeed in life. So we really appreciate uh, you joining us tonight and uh, educating the listeners out there a little bit about the uh, NFF. And uh, here's to a great 2017, and I look forward to checking out the the hall in June, so thanks for joining us tonight.
1: Thank you. Really
0: good to be with you. Very welcome. Take it a break. When we come back, heading to Eastern Pennsylvania, they've got a new coach, 800-plus wins for the Red Rovers, and uh, they continue to hire from within side uh, as they bring on Jeff Brado. Since 1947, they always hire within the staff, and Jeff Bredo takes over one of the most successful high school football teams in the country. We'll talk with him when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America. instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches. You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass-playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The debris inhibitor razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a k.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports once again in 2017. USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at USA usatodayhss.com Well, time to take a journey back to the old hometown here on High School Football America tonight. uh, You know me. I take the boy out of Pennsylvania but not Pennsylvania out of the boy. Uh, Easton High School, one of the all-time winningest high school football programs in the country. 800 plus wins and they've got a new coach. His name is Jeff brado a longtime assistant there just a couple of weeks ago got the uh, the main job taken over for steve shippert some big shoes to fill there and jeff's on the line right now to talk about uh, taking over the reins of one of america's best high school football programs welcome to the show coach all right, thanks for having me I appreciate it yeah it's great to have you on here uh, you've been there for uh, for a long time under Steve so I guess the first uh, and the most obvious question is how excited are you and now that it's kind of sunk in that you have the reins of this program uh, you know what what's going through your mind as you get ready for 2017
2: well you know what it, it's, it's it's very exciting I mean I spent 24 years with Steve and uh, I learned quite a bit from him and uh, obviously he's been the most successful coach that we've ever had at Easton so um, I, I hope to continue a lot of the things that that he taught me, and um, it, it is exciting. I think basically over this last weekend was when it really sunk into me because I hadn't really slept for like a week and a half after I <laughs> after I got the job, but but finally it sunk in, and uh, it, it's just awesome. It's awesome, and, and I'm excited, and most of all, the kids are excited uh, for something a little bit new, and they're working their tails off in the weight room already. So. There's a lot of
0: great things that are going on. Talking to uh, Jeff Brado tonight on High School Football America, the longtime assistant at Easton, now the head coach taken over for Steve Shepherd Should mention that uh, Steve's a good friend of mine, uh, all time wins leader as you said, lifetime record there two sixteen eighty nine and one. So some big shoes to fill there, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, for the, the listeners around the country, uh, I mentioned you know eight hundred plus wins. There's a handful of schools that are in that category. Let's educate the people a little bit about the the tradition of Easton, especially since you're an alum as well. You. Went to school there and played there. Uh, to, uh, to kind of summarize what it means uh, to to have the reins of this program and what this program means to the community, etc.
2: Well, I mean, to me, uh, obviously, it's it's extremely important because uh, I, I grew up here in Easton. I've never left Easton. I, I was the kid who used to. Uh, and I said this before. I used to sneak on to Cottingham Stadium and jump the fence when I was a kid and pretend I was <laughs> I was guys like Billy Houston and Lendell Jones and stuff. I ended up being a lineman, not a running back, but, but still. So it's really been ingrained in me since I was a little kid and being able to play here. I graduated here in 1988 and Steve was actually uh, my line coach when I was here. Uh, but the, the community is just so passionate about football, uh, whether good or bad or, or whatever. Uh, but they, they just, they rally around the football program and it, and it means so much to this community. And it means even that much more to me because I've been a part of it since since I was a little kid.
0: Wow, you uh, you just gave me a flashback there. I started doing Easton football games at WEST in uh, 1974, so I just showed you how old I am, but uh, Billy Houston, uh-huh. Delger, Those are some names that take you back and, and I, I, I'm going to probably hop all over the place here because obviously I know a, a lot about what goes on at Easton but you mentioned Cottingham, which I always say to people I've said it multiple times over six years in the show, one of my favorite stadiums to play. An old concrete it's old. Um, talk a little bit about that. I mean, it is one of America's historic stadiums. Uh, What's what's your? uh, How how would you describe Cottingham Stadium to to others out there?
2: Well, I mean, like you said, it's it's old school. It's uh, it's it's uh, concrete. Like you said, uh, the bathrooms aren't the best of bathrooms, (laughs) and you know it doesn't have all the modern facilities. But you know what? We're not a modern facility kind of town. We're we're old school blue collar town, and I think that stadium fits perfectly. And it's right in the middle of the city, and you know I talk to coaches all the time about you know stadiums and where to play, and and I think by far, Cottingham Stadium is not only of course our favorite place to play, but there's a lot of schools around our area that absolutely love coming to Cottingham Stadium. Because of the atmosphere. And like I said, it's located right in the middle of the city. So it's just an awesome, an awesome atmosphere.
0: Yeah. And real grass, I might add, which makes me uh, excited. Uh, Jeff Bredo on the line tonight on High School Football America, the new head coach at Easton High School in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, right along the uh, Delaware River. We're going to talk about your traditional batter battle coming up here in a little bit against uh, Phillipsburg on Turkey Day. But, you know, one of the interesting things with your hire is now Easton has this this longevity and this kind of umbilical cord that runs through the program. Dating back to 1948, when Bob Root took over, the names—they're uh, great—Wayne uh, uh Bob Shriver, uh, and now you know Steve Schifford, And now your name goes in there. Tell me about the pressure on you. What what do, what do you feel when you uh, hear those names? Because they mean something in that community. That, that
2: that's a pretty impressive list of, of guys there. And uh, but I think it, I think it goes to the tradition of community in that we've only had four previous head coaches since. I think it was 1948. Mm -hmm. I think it was. Yep. And so, you know, obviously I have a lot to live up to, but uh, Bob Shriver was my coach uh, when I was in high school and he's a guy who was probably the biggest mentor to me, uh, not only on the football field, but in the classroom as well. And, and, And that's a guy who I really wanted to kind of model myself after. And he's the reason why I do what I do, not just coaching football, but also teaching kids here at Easton. He was such a big part of that. And, Uh, So I know it means a lot to him that I got this job as well. I I spent some time talking to him, but you know, just to be able to be associated with those guys, uh, is awesome, and, and I do realize that I have a lot to live up to, and I'm up to the challenge.
0: Yeah, that's for sure, and I uh, again, I'm dating myself, but I uh, had the the honor and the pleasure to know Coach Shriver very well and, and Schiff, but uh, I also knew Bob Root from my time up in the Poconos where my grandparents had a cabin, and Wayne Grub as well when he went to my high school at Wilson there, so uh, it, it is quite a uh, quite an impressive group of high school coaches that uh, dedicate their, their life to uh, student-athletes out there. Jeff Bredo was on the line, the new head coach at Easton High School, and uh, I guess the, the The next question would be: Since uh, you and Schiff have that uh, umbilical cord going on there, once you got the job, what uh, uh, have you talked with him yet? Any advice? What? uh, What? What? How did that turn out?
2: Uh, I I haven't really talked to Steve too much. I I know the weekend um, before we had the job interviews, uh, we were working at. I I was helping him with a football clinic uh, out in Allentown, and uh, I talked to him for a little bit about it, and you know he he was uh, he seemed excited and was very supportive of of me hoping that i got the job and then once i did get the job he actually sent me a note wishing me the best of luck i haven't necessarily um, sat down and talked to him at
0: length yet, but, um, I'm hoping to do so very soon. Sure. Uh, Jeff Brado on the line. And, uh, you know, the next question is, you said they're already in the weight room working. Uh, what, uh, what kind of fingerprint are you What well, what the foundation is there obviously, but what's your thumbnail print on this? Uh, you know, how does the program change if at all? Um, have you thought about that and, and, you know, staff, have you kept some staff members where, where are you going with all that?
2: Well, the, the staff, uh, question uh, we have to uh, fill some jobs and and uh, they had to post a job so it's going to be probably by the end of next week until you know I conduct some interviews and stuff like that so so the staff is not uh, set in stone Uh, there's a lot of work to do but uh, as far as the kids uh, I mean we had a we, we got a bunch of young kids back from last year who got a ton of experience I think we played with six or seven sophomores last year and and we had them back in the weight room. Um, as soon as we got back from Christmas break, it was like January fifth or something like that. They were down there uh and, the assistant and I with the kids. they've been working real hard. And like I said, they're they're extremely excited about what's going on. And I think the biggest thing that that I'd like to accomplish, uh especially very soon, is we, we need to get the Eastern football community back together again. It seems like we've been kind of splintered a little bit over the last couple of years. Uh, And my goal is to get everyone uh, back on board with us and build this excitement back up for Eastern football, uh, especially with our uh, youth football programs. And and we're going to have our kids do some community service and get involved with the community because it's not just the football team. It's the entire community that we represent. So we want to, we want to bond with them and do a lot of great things with them as well.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, one town with one team. We have that out here in Southern California just down the road and in Laguna Beach, so I I get that. You got to you got to reconnect and, and one of the best ways to do that and Steve did it real well, which was winning on Thanksgiving Day uh, against Phillipsburg, <laughs> the uh, Forks of the Delaware battle uh, for those listening. Uh, Easton Peaberg is uh, one of one of the best uh, rivalries in all of America. Played every Turkey Day at Lafayette College in Easton, uh, the school, schools, the communities separated just by the Delaware River, so uh, tell me a little bit about that you've you've played in it you've you've coached uh, without having to get the pressure of needing a win so to speak because it, it doesn't go under your name but now it does tell me a little bit about how much you're looking forward to the rivalry
2: well the, the rivalry is awesome and you know you, you can say it's one of the greatest high school football rivalries we we obviously think that it is the greatest high school football rivalry in the country i know on both sides of the river we can agree with that and it's it's something that you think about 365 days out of the year. It's not like we wait until the week before Thanksgiving. We've already been thinking about P-Bird, uh since the day after Thanksgiving, and um, it's it's just an unbelievable feeling every year. As old, even as as many years as I've been uh, involved with that game, it's just an awesome feeling walking out there in front of 15,000 people, and you get chills down your spine every single every single year, and it never gets old. And and obviously, it's going to be Uh, even more uh, pressure packed for me because of the position that I'm in. But uh, like I said, that that rivalry is is such an important part and such a great uh, rivalry to be a part of it, it makes me very proud to, that i can uh, lead our boys on thanksgiving
0: yeah i, I have no problem I'll, I'll echo that it is is the greatest uh, i've been back to it twice in the last uh, five or six years and uh, your athletic director there jim percrizak always hooks me up i can spend the time on the sidelines with him and some of the old people there but uh, even mom knew when i came back traveling across the country she said are you going to the game <laughs> and i knew exactly what she meant which uh, gets into yeah, an, yeah an, an interesting thing that you faced too and uh, now as the head guy and you faced it as a as well and I, I, I hope I describe this properly to the listeners is you know the importance of this turkey day game it falls in the middle of the state playoff run which makes it uh, where and you've done it multiple times over the course of the last decade where it's possible that that Easton can play a, a, a playoff game usually I guess it was it used to be the district championship I don't know if it's the same way you play that on a, on a Friday and then you come back and play on on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day and then it's possible on on Saturday you play a deep game in, in the state playoff off. Explain that to the listeners because that's a hurdle that you have to take. And, and I guess the way I'm going to set it up is you'll never play JVs on Turkey Day. You'll always play. And that, that can affect that Saturday game. Could you put that into perspective for the, the listeners out there? Because it's unusual.
2: It, it is unusual. and But, you know, it's one of those things that, that people don't understand unless you're here, unless you, you live here, and unless you understand the tradition behind the easton Peabird game. Um, we can talk about it with other people all we want and people think we're nuts for for playing you know three three games in in eight or nine days or whatever but um, listen they're they're eastern kids and they're tough hard-nosed kids and uh, we've done it before Uh, we played on thursday and and actually won on saturday uh, so it's not like it can't be accomplished but uh, you can never take away that tradition uh, of thanksgiving day and and it 's not like, like it 's not like we 're going to take it easy and, and play kids who normally don 't play because that that game right there is the most important game uh, that the kids in this community play uh, but uh, like i said if if anyone can do it, Eastern kids can do it because
0: they're they 're tough kids, and you know
2: they don 't need a lot of rest, they can get back out there in two days and get the job done
0: yeah that's for sure uh, Jeff Brado on the line wrapping up our interview here on high school football america he's the new head coach at Eastern High School in Pennsylvania, the eastern part of the state and uh, I guess the, the the final question coach you got a little bit of time here i'm not sure uh, what week one is if that's at home or away, but uh, uh, take us into the, uh, the the crystal ball here if I were to say to you it's it's now uh, you know September one or thereabouts, and it's time to come out of the root memorial uh, you know field house there at Cottingham Stadium. you're going to lead the troops out uh, tell us. So what's going to happen aside from the fact your heart's probably going to be beating a little bit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I just hope I don't trip and fall coming coming out of the (laughs) locker room. Uh, But now we, we actually open up up at Stroudsburg uh, away. And then we have uh, a couple of home games after that. So, you know, we'll, we'll get the, uh, we'll get the boys ready. And and, and like I said, it's new to me because I spent the last 20 years up in the press box. So I haven't been down on the field, which is going to be uh, a great experience for me. So, um everything will do, everything will be uh,
0: exciting and, and i know the boys will be ready to play well coach appreciate you taking the time to talk to us so uh, we wish you nothing but uh, success there and keep that tradition rolling and uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you down the road here and see how things pan out for you but thanks for joining us tonight thanks for having me jeff i appreciate it very welcome jeff brado the new head coach at easton high school in easton pennsylvania and that's going to do it for tonight's show uh Going to be back with the big show next week as we'll be uh, down in the – no, no. We won't be in Texas next week. It'll be a couple of weeks from now uh, with Crossover. If you're in the Houston area, we're going to be sending out invites to invite you to uh, our uh, micro-clinic. We feed you and give you a great look inside at Crossover, their game film breakdown and insights. Uh, don't forget to patronize all of our partners here at High School Football America. Echo 1612, get instant replay on your sidelines. Eight seconds after the play is done. Put Crossover and Echo together. Boy, do you have a competitive edge when it comes to uh, Going after that W come the 2017 high school football season. Also brought to you tonight by Southern Sport, the good makers of the TDI Razor, R A Z U R, TDI Razor.com. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. From our good friends at Southern Sport with their American made product, you can get a discount on your order by going to TDI Razor.com. The code is HSF. and brought to you tonight by ScoreStream. Check out the app and score along when you go out and watch your favorite team play. And All you have to do is download it. It's for free at Google Play and in the iTunes Store. I want to thank uh, both of our guests on tonight's show. Just heard from Jeff Brady, the new head coach at Easton High School in Pennsylvania. And we want to thank Steve Hatchell from the uh, National Football Foundation, the CEO and president of that great organization, for joining us. If you've missed any of the show tonight, well, you can just simply go back and listen to it in our archives. Every show is free, and it's a real who's who. Uh, you got a little cold. Cold day or a rainy day or even snow at this point in the season, uh, feel free to uh, just uh, go back and listen to each and every show. Easy to download, all at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Again, if you have any uh, job openings, uh, you want to uh, post them up and uh, get a great audience to check it out, uh, email us at uh, jobposting.com. At highschoolfootballamerica.com. Over 200 active openings currently at highschoolfootballamerica.com. And follow along until we join you back here next Thursday by checking us out on Twitter. We've got a new handle. It is Jeff Fisher Media. Jeff Fisher Media, HSFB America. It's still there. We own it, but uh, everything's been transferred over to Jeff Fisher Media. Check us out at Facebook, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash highschoolfootballamerica, and also on Instagram, where our handle is highschoolfootballamerica. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports. From Southern California, you've been listening to High School Football America.